today, and I'll finish it next week, because I just want to make a couple of, of points today. That, um, yep, everybody stretch a hand toward him over here. Let's just pray. Thank you, Jesus. So rabataka shikili munduku kila. So we thank you, Jesus. So blabananana shikili. Kutili Mm, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give you praise, glory, and honor. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Listen, um, if you're not familiar with this kind of a church, this is what we are. Um, I, I firmly believe, I don't always get it right, but I firmly believe we just need to be listening to the Holy Spirit, let Him lead and guide and direct. Because my heart is, I just want people to come, encounter Christ, get what they need, whether it's through the message, whether it's doing worship, whether it's doing prayer. God did something in me today. I didn't even know that He needed to. Um, but there's a whole bunch of things that, that, that God has done. Um, yeah. I want you to know something. You, you've, your pastor stands before you in the same situation you're in. I'm a broken man, just like you're broken. I'm not perfect for sure. Um, and thank the Lord that we have a God of the Holy Spirit that will help us and guide us and strengthen us and encourage us. And, and I just had an encounter with the Holy Spirit today, and it, it was overwhelming to me. And He did a lot of things in me all at once, and if you've ever experienced that, God does a whole bunch of stuff all at one time. It's powerful. And so, but I'm going to tell you, I am not ashamed one bit to cry in front of you, weep in front of you, stand in front of you, lay, I, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about what Christ wants to do. That's the type of body that I want us to be, so that when you come in, needs get met. Amen? But I want to say today just a couple of things, <clears throat> something that God's been had on my heart for a few weeks, and I'm just going to introduce it to See, we're going through difficult things. Every single person in here is going through difficult things. Every one of us. And I know that. And it's not by the Holy Ghost. It's life. But something that we forget, and it's something that God has been reminding me over and over and over. You know, we tend to remember the goodness of God only when good things are happening. Do you know it's the same good God when you're going through trials? It's the same good God when things aren't going right. It's the same good God when your body is attacked. It's the same good God when finances aren't where they're supposed to be. It's the same good God. See, I want to talk to you about the goodness of God. Jamie, you quoted the scripture verse that I'm going to talk, uh, start with. It's in Romans chapter 2 and verse 4. Or you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? It's the goodness of God. It's telling that sinner, it's telling that person that's broken, it's telling that person with addiction, God is good and he loves you right where you're at. It's his goodness that will bring them to that place to say, okay, one thing that we have a problem with, I'm seeing it in our young people. We have, in, in, in the near future, we're going to be doing a, another skit here. And, and it was so powerful. They did it in Cedarville. It was so powerful because what the kids are being told they are, they are beginning to identify themselves as. 
you're stupid, you're useless, you're not loved, you're ugly, all these things. And they are starting to believe that and they're starting to speak that and they're starting to coming out of their mouth and they're identifying this is what I am and that is not the truth. The goodness of God can break that, but we have to show them His goodness. It breaks my heart. And listen, I know. Why? Because I see kids every single day I'm with them. Every single day. And I watch the anxiety. I watch the fear. I watch all of it. The, the self-loathing. They don't like themselves. I don't know where that came from. We know it didn't come from God. We serve a good God. Even when things aren't good for us, He's good. In our trials, He'll lead you through them because God is good. In your failures, oh, He won't leave you or forsake you because He's good. In our victories, He is there with us. Do you know that the goodness of God is His character? That is his character. That does not change. See, the world is trying to blame God for evil things. Like that gentleman, the doctor told him, God put you in this chair. He knows better than that. Now, we, we ask ourselves, how come these bad things happen to good people or Christians? How come? Because we, leave, we live in an evil, evil world, a fallen world, a broken world, a sin-filled world. And evil is about. But God is good. And I'll tell you in Romans 5.8, this is what it says, but God demonstrates his own love toward us that while we were still sinners, he died for us. That's pretty good. If somebody walked in here and said, I'm going to kill somebody, and I said, no, take me, and they shot me, you'd say, that's a good man. Jesus saved the entire planet. When we were sinners... When we gave it, we have nothing that we can offer him. Nothing. He died for us. But what we need to get a hold of, sister, what you need to get a hold of is who you are in Christ. That you are somebody in Christ. You're not a nobody. You're not a less than. You're not a mistake. When the world is trying to just say, well, you know what? Um, we'll just end life because I thought it, maybe it was a mistake. God says, no, there are no mistakes. His goodness and His mercy and His grace is sufficient in whatever you're going through, wherever you are at. And maybe that's what God was showing me today. Listen, on this earth, you will suffer tribulation. And it is not always easy. I don't know if you find yourself, sometimes you're thinking, God, I don't even know which end is up. I don't know which way to go. Where are you? Guess what? He's a good God at that very moment. He said he wouldn't leave you or forsake you, and he won't. Even though sometimes we feel like maybe he has. Psalms 136 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Verse 2, give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. You think he was trying to tell you something? Three times. My wife has to repeat things at least three times for me to finally get it. You know what aggravates my wife the most? She'll tell me something, tell me something, tell me something. For, for months, she'll tell me something. 
And I'll get with one of the guys or something, and they'll tell me something. And I'll say, hey, that's a great idea. And I'll run home. Do you know what? He said this. I don't know why. And she's like, huh? I've been telling you for three months. But it took somebody else for you to hear it. His love endures. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. See, he died for our sin. Now, here's the thing. When Christ died, it is we are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, right? Again, why are we as righteous? It is his character. It is who God is. Okay, you don't believe me? One of his names is, guess what? Jehovah Sidkenu. The Lord, our righteousness. He can't be anything else. And guess what? You can't be your own righteousness. Thank the Lord. There's nothing I can do to be righteous enough. Thank God there's nothing I can do that's bad enough for him to just kick me to the curb except the one thing I talked about, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And it's pretty tough to do that without knowing exactly what you're doing. You're not going to accidentally oopsie into that. So he died for our sins. He is our righteousness. And it says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. Guess what? I do not, yeah. Because, you know, you hear this and it's a buzzword, sin consciousness. And you can get goofy with that, whatever. But if you're forever focusing on everything you do wrong all the time, the enemy's got you right where he wants you. Because he will convince you. Yep, look what you did. You're stupid, you're ugly, you're, you sinned, you're this, you're that, the other. And all I have to do is say, wait a second, I am the righteousness of God in him. Forgive me, Lord. And guess what? It's forgiven. The enemy has no other thing to say about it done. So let's quit walking around saying in the dumps because I'm telling you, you can have a great day and in the night hours, the enemy comes and says, you remember this? You remember that? You remember this? You remember that? You did this? You did that? Forgive me, Lord. Okay, it's done. The enemy is finished right there. Quit identifying yourself. Don't align your identification with who you are with what the enemy says. Because I'm going to tell you something. Listen, I was that kid, man. <laughs> when I was growing up, that kid's going to be trouble. Yeah, for the enemy. <laughs> How are you labeled? And I'll tell you what, today, oh, labels fly. They just fly all over the place. Yep. Nope. Do not align yourself with what the enemy is trying to identify you as, other than I'm a child of God, blood-bought, paid for. That's right. If I mess up, it's a simple word. Forgive me. Done! And moving on. The enemy's got some people so bound up for years and years and years and years because I just, I, I heard this statement and it just broke my heart. If I can just get myself together, then I think that I can do this thing. You don't have to do it. You don't have to get yourself together. Allow the God to get you together. The God inside of you gets you together. You just continue to trust and walk out in Him. Yeah, go ahead. When he said it was finished, it was done. I don't know, you know, I mean, 
I don't know, you know, with your paintings, when you finish a painting and sign it, it's done, right? It's finished. He's not going back to it. It's finished. When Jesus said it was finished, it was finished. And that meant that if you are in Christ and you received him as your Lord and Savior, then you identify with what he says you are in him. I'm just a sinner. Yes, I am. Saved by grace. That's who I am. So what does God do? And I'm going to close with this right here. There's a whole bunch of things that Christ does. And I'll get into this a little bit more next week. His goodness delivers. His goodness is a refuge. His goodness provides. His goodness brings peace. His, his uh, goodness brings healing. And I'll tell you what, you want to do a little study? Study the names of God. Because the names of God are who He is. And who He is is His character. And every name He's got for something, Jehovah Rapha. What's that? My healer. That's who He is. The devil tries to convince you that's not true. No, it is true. And the Holy Spirit that lives in you. I still have my hard time getting my head wrapped around this. I really am closing. The, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me. Yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. Anybody ever seen the documentaries on the, the, the Shroud of Turin? Is that what it's called? And they've done all kinds of scientific things. And they, they say there is not a heat source intense enough that we know as man that could make those images on that cloth that way. can only come from one place. Now, I'm going somewhere with that. That power is in me? Woo! Come on now. That's right. And so now I'm going to let some pea brain, because he's pea brain, the enemy's got brain damage because Christ crushed, crushed his skull with his heel. He's walking around brain damage. Some brain damaged individual is trying to convince you that you don't have what you have. Excuse me. I think I'm going to go another route. I mean, put it, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, I mean, think about that for a second. But I want you to understand, no matter what you've been through, divorce, broken home, whatever the situation is, understand that is not who you are. Well, I've got this disorder, I've got this disease, I got this. I understand. That's not who you are. It's what you're dealing with, but it's not who you are. I just want to take just this second here and just thank you guys for, for being real believers that are just real people with real problems. Because religion won't get you to that place. Because you can't, you can never measure up. And we put our own, we even, do you know that, that you even put your own things on, on yourself that God never intended you to have? I'm really good at that. I should be, well, you're a pastor, you should be this, you should be this, you should be this, you need to do this, you need to do this. No, all I need to do is obey Christ. 
and and stay humble and and allow God to break me when he needs to break me. Allow God to build me up when he needs whatever God needs to do in me, I'm okay with. And I am not ashamed of living my life out before you even in my imperfection. People say, well, you know, and, and people judge me, and that's okay. I understand. Because you're not, you know, you're a pastor, you know, should, should you get upset about that? Yeah, probably not. Forgive me, Lord. But again, I want to say this in closing, third time. You might be a mess, but you're a beautiful mess to him. You might be broken, but you're beautiful to him. The day we're living in isn't going to be putting people back together. It's a whole do-over. People aren't broken. They're shattered. They're destroyed. You drop that beautiful little crystal vase, there's no putting that back together. Guess what God's going to do? He's going to remake you. Amen. Let me pray with you today. We'll continue this next, next week. I'm just excited about, maybe this was just for me. God showed me his goodness, and I'm just overwhelmed. Even in my imperfection, in my mistakes, in my boneheadedness, he's still good and still loves me. Father, we thank you for your goodness, because it's your goodness that will bring people to repentance if we can just see the magnitude of your glory, the magnitude of your goodness, the magnitude of your grace, the magnitude of your mercy. Lord, who would want to receive you? Who would not want to receive that? So we thank you that today you are showing us your goodness. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing up today and moving in our lives. I thank you, Lord, for people that are willing to allow the Holy Spirit to move in this place. And we give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Have a great week. Enjoy your summer day in the UP. We don't know how many we'll have. Um, yes, Father, bless the food in the back. Go back and partake together. Break bread one with another.